Yes, he does get us. But do we understand his message? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Well, once again this year, the He Gets Us campaign hit the Super Bowl ads. And the reactions are all over the place. And I'm not here to bash the the organization that's behind He Gets Us. But I do want to talk about this commercial because it, it is can be misrepresented. Okay, so in the ad, we see people washing someone else's feet. We see a cop washing the feet of a, a gangster. We see a middle-aged woman washing the feet of a young girl in front of a family planning clinic. We see a cowboy washing the feet of an Indian, um, a father, be, his feet being washed by his son, uh, some lady with alcohol bottle behind her, somebody else washing her feet. And clearly, we're trying to say that Jesus cared for the marginalized. 100% absolutely true. We can read that in the Bible. But two things. First of all, you're not washing my feet because I wear shoes and I wear socks. In those days, they wore sandals. These days we have grass, we have pavement. They had dust. It was common to wash another person's feet because they were dirty. But we don't need our feet washed. We are missing the point if we gather together and say, I'm washing your feet. You are totally missing the point. It's about service. There's no need to wash my feet. They are not dirty. And it's don't no, it's not about humbling yourself and letting someone else serve you. It's about service. Jesus was showing that he is serving. He was the, he is the Messiah, and they knew that. But he said, I am here to serve you as much as you are here to serve me. A servant is not greater than his master. So we missed the point on that one quite a bit. It's not about washing feet. It's about service. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But what I do want to say is, come on, people, don't turn this into, and I don't know if this was the intention of the He Gets Us campaign, or if it's just what this unruly society has done to us. They've turned it into something that it, it doesn't represent Jesus well. Where's the gospel in this message? You can't infer the gospel from what we saw in that commercial. The gospel is plain and simple that Jesus Christ was a sinless individual, both man and God, sinless in all his ways, who died as a sacrifice because a sacrifice is required for sinfulness. It's in the Bible. He was that sacrifice that was required that did happen that we can live forever, no matter who you are. Yes, no matter who you are. You're the girl with the red hair. You're the girl in front of the family planning clinic. You're the Indian. You're the, the gangster. You're anybody. He died for you too. Yes. But you got to know the gospel. You got to know why he died. You can't just show pictures of these people saying that Jesus would have washed your feet. He would have. But why? Because he loves everything. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. But prior to that, that same place where that those verses are spoken, John 3.16, he says, unless you are born again, 
you will not see the kingdom of heaven. We can't leave out born again and say Jesus loves us. You can't have one without the other. Born again means that you have repented of your sins. You say, I realize that I need help. I need to be forgiven. If we aren't saying that to God, we're missing the gospel. If we're just saying, oh, Jesus, friend of sinners, come wash my feet, we're missing it. There's more to it. He gets us, I think it's great. He does get us. Okay? But why does he get us? Because of his amazing love that came from God for us so we would repent and turn to him. You can't have the gospel without grace. And that is his dying for us. But you can't have grace without the gospel either. It's both and. We need to repent. We need to look to him to develop a change in us. He will come up with a plan to change us, turn us into a new person. If I'm, I'm just going to say this, and I know I'm going to make people mad, and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just sorry. I do care, but I am sorry. If you're a homosexual, Jesus is calling to you, but he's not saying, come to me as you are, and you can stay that way forever. He's saying, repent of your sins. Come to me. Let me help you get out of your sin, no matter how long it takes, but you can't stay in your sin. If you're a thief, if you're a murderer, if you're a liar, if you're an adulterer, if you're jealous all the time, if you slander people, if you're sexually immoral, I don't care what your sin is. It's not about homosexuals. It's not about drug addicts. It's not about alcoholics. It's not about gangsters. It's not about people who have abortions. It's about all of us. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We need to come to him and have him change us. It's not about washing feet. Yes, it's about the people who feel like they don't belong. But it's not saying, oh, you're welcome the way you are. Come as you are. Absolutely 100% come as you are. Whatever you're bringing. But then be prepared to change. And I'm not trying to force you into my way of life. You don't want my way of life. Trust me. What I'm saying is come and be prepared to have your life changed forever by what this gospel brings. That's why he gets us. Because he was one of us. And he wasn't a sinner like we are. And because of that, we can be less sinful through the work of the Holy Spirit. But if you're not mentioning the gospel, you're missing the boat. This isn't an all-inclusive club for people to be who they are. This is an all-inclusive club for people who are the way they are to come and be changed by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless.